welcome to the Align with Your Dreams podcast. My name is Katerina and I'm so excited that you are here. This podcast is for you if you're ready to finally start believing in yourself and your dreams and show up confidently for your mission and calling in life. After being on my own healing journey for over 15 years now, studying everything that is out there in this field, traveling the world for several years to find answers and building my soul business along the way. I now know that we are all so worthy and valuable and so very capable of creating wonderful things in this world. On this podcast, I want to show you that you can overcome what has been holding you back and that you too can become empowered, successful and everything else you want to be. I hope you find a lot of value in this upcoming episode and that it serves you well in moving forward with your dreams. So let's get started. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Line with the Dreams podcast. I'm your host, Katerina, and I'm so happy that you're here. I hope you're well and you're having a lovely day. Here in London, we are currently in Tire 4. Um, we ran lockdown in November, then got out of it for like 10 days, then back to Tire 3. And now we have been um, in Tire 4 for several weeks, and which means like everything that's non-essential is closed once again. So it feels like a, a never-ending lockdown. Um, that also means that I was stuck in the UK for Christmas, which was obviously very disappointing, but I know I'm not the only one and I hope you still had somehow lovely holidays and a good start of the new year, um, despite everything that is going on in the world right now. And today in this episode, I thought I'd share a bit more about what I learned on my own journey so far and what lessons I can share with you that you can apply in your life and business as well so that you can shorten your own learning curve and move faster towards your own goals and dreams. And um, where do I start? So my own healing journey and personal development journey has been a journey for over 15 years now. And um, it began a bit involuntarily, to be honest, because I was really young and yet already at a point where I was looking for answers and in need of a solution, but couldn't find one in a conventional sense, so to say. And I've always been a very chorus person. I love to learn. I love to think um, out of the box and I've always been a very open-minded but yes what, what got the ball rolling so to say in this journey um, that eventually became my passion and purpose and also my work and my soul business was actually um, the need to find answers because of my personal story and um, yeah my and well my stubborn spirit was telling me that there was more out there than what was right in front of me so one of the first defining moments on this journey was when someone said to me, um, have you ever heard of Louise Hay? And at that point, I actually had not. So Louise Hay work and her affirmations were the first things um, in this field that resonated with me and my entry point into the world of personal, personal development. And it helped me through um, some very dark hours of my life, um, not just hours, but months and years, actually. And um, I just loved her work. It was a constant companion for me. And for a long time, I didn't even leave the house without uh, one of her audiobooks or lectures in my iPod. And her soothing grandmotherly voice and the simple and digestible teachings were what I needed and um, could take in at that point. 
Also, I have to say that when I started my journey, like the personal development space was still in its um, infancy stage. You could find some like alternative medicine and spirituality books in some bookshops, but not the, the vast choice um, you have now. It wasn't uh, like a big industry as it is now. And not to mention that like the social media platforms were just starting to become a thing. So the information I had access to was rather limited, uh, which makes me feel really old just saying these things. But anyone who is 30 or above now um, probably relates to that. Um, so my journey, yes, began with Louise Hay, Louise Hay's teachings and um, by extension other Hay House authors in the years to follow. And um, oh yeah, one thing that's really wonderful for me is the fact that I actually got to meet Louise Hay in person. Um, it's um, actually an interesting full circle moment recording this episode right now, this podcast episode, because the very first time I met her was actually here in London in 2012 when she was giving a seminar with Shell Richardson. And I was flying into the UK um, just to see her. And um, I could have never imagined how my journey would unfold, uh, let alone that I'd be stuck in the UK in the middle of a global pandemic. But here we are. Um, so yes, um, I, I have to say I've never been starstruck or anything like that. But when I saw Louise, hey, uh, come on stage, like I had a front row seat um, and I got to be really close to her. I had like full body chills and I was so excited. I mean, um, that woman had been such a constant companion in my life at that point, even though she obviously I didn't know or had a clue who I was, but to meet her in person was so special to me. And then I also got to meet her in the States again at her, I believe, second to last um, public appearance before her passing. And um, yeah, I still can't believe that she's gone and that um, that it's been a few years, but I'm, I'm so grateful and honored that I got to meet her in person. She She's definitely made a, a, like a lasting impact in the industry and she has helped millions of people and she will always be an inspiration to me and um, I'm sure to countless other people as well. So Louise Hay was a, a, definitely a fixture and integral part of my journey. She and her work um, laid the foundation for my path and she will always be a part of my life's journey. But the ultimate ultimate healing journey and the, the, the one I want to talk about here in this uh, episode started in 2014 at a time when I had already studied a various self-help concepts for many years. I tried countless Eastern and Western methods and teachings and pretty much all energy healing uh, modalities and methodologies available at the time. But um, I never really found an answer, to be honest, um, healing or lasting change through that. Um, you could say that I was using like the spiritual methods and teaching more as a band-aid and it kept me afloat in some shape or form, but things kept going in the same direction. But in 2014, I hit like the tipping point, so to say, after um, various things happened in my life um, in rapid succession that got me to a point where I knew um, I had to do something and change and that I couldn't go on like that. And it was uh, my point of no return, so to say. Uh, well, one of them, I had quite a few uh, of those um, actually in my life then where I told myself like, now I'm changing or this time it's different. But um, yeah, we all know how that usually goes. And um, But that was really it. Um, for me personally, it had to get really bad and I had to get knocked off my feet like one more time before it became a non-negotiable. Um, so 
Yeah, in 2014, I took the the most drastic measures, so to say. Um, by that, I mean that I quit my my so-called um, safe and secure shop in Switzerland. I gave up my lovely apartment that I just moved into a year prior. I sold almost everything I had, gave up all securities, I completely said goodbye to my old environment, and I ventured out into the world to start over from scratch and create a life I love. And at the beginning, I was really thinking and hoping that um, everything would be fluffy and easy and fall into place immediately because, hey, I was doing all the things, right? Like I took a leap of faith, I jumped into the unknown, I gave everything up in a dramatic way. And it um, it makes me smile, but also rather thoughtful because that's not exactly how it went. But um, it would be boring, wouldn't it be? Um, and that actually leads me to the, the very first lesson um, that I learned on my journey and that I want to share with you. And that is that no healing journey, no life makeover journey, no journey of becoming an entrepreneur and building a soul business is linear. Detours and roadblocks along the way are so okay and actually totally normal. And the way I had to learn this was because when I ventured out there into the world, I first moved to California to my beloved Bay Area, which has um, has always been my home at heart and um, the the one place in the world that had touched me the deepest in my life. Um, even though I had lived in various countries and um, I traveled all over the world, like the area around Palo Alto and um, that that corner um, of that area is um, yeah, it has always been an anchor for me and the place that felt like home, even though I'm not from there. I'm not even American but um, yeah so for me um, that was always the one place in the world that yeah that made my heart like light up so I always wanted to go back to that area and um, the thought really helped me pull through to be honest um, um, it helped me pull through everything that has happened in the leading leading up to that and everything that has happened before I took a leap of faith and um, decided to really turn my life around. And, um, you know, the, the thing was like, um, like Stanford, going to Stanford was never an option because it was like, it could, there was no way that I could afford that. So I enrolled in a psychology degree in a nearby community college because I thought this was the path that I was meant to take. It was the logical next step. Um, I mean, I had really been into personal development for years. I love to learn. I always wanted to help others and do meaningful work. I had my own stuff to overcome, plenty of that, and I always wanted to attend an American college, but I never got the chance to do that. So it was a win-win at that point, and it sounded like the right next step. Oh, at that point, I had actually an, um, my own personal blog, which I started in a year prior to that in 2013. And I was sharing what I was learning along the way um, on my own healing journey. And it was a way for me to connect with people and um, my start in the online world, so to say. So um, here I was in my beloved California, studying what was supposed to bring me joy and be the starting point for a new future. And I, um, I was supposed to be happy, joyful and all the things but I wasn't um, because pretty soon I discovered that it was not it it just it just wasn't um, I just could uh, could feel it you know it was just like what was taught in college didn't light me up um, it didn't really resonate also I should add that I tried traditional therapy myself before and it didn't bring me any results in that regard so that might be another reason why I just couldn't connect to what was being taught even though I thought it was the, the right step for me and also you know like um, the rigidness of the curriculum 
freedom felt a little bit stifling for a freedom-loving person like me. So it was just, um, don't get me wrong, there are like wonderful psychologists and therapists, uh, therapists out there and in a traditional sense. And I happen to be uh, lucky to be friends with uh, some of them. So I know what it takes to get there. So much respect to that. But for me personally, it just wasn't it. I just didn't feel like alive, inspired or motivated and... It was, I don't know, it just it just didn't click for me. However, I did love when classes ended and I could go back to being the nerd that I was and could do things my own way. I loved writing my blog, I connect with people, answer their questions, then study concepts and principles that resonated with me. And especially I loved creating my own teachings based on the experience, on my experiences and what I had learned and my trial and errors and putting the pieces together um, on my own and then sharing it with people because teaching has always been my thing like I always love to do that that felt so nourishing for me that made me feel alive and that kept me up at night because I was excited about it um so but I had no clue what to do with all of that so I completely like stuffed those feelings away and ignored them and I just kept studying um uh, psychology at that community college at the time while you know always walking past Stanford I'm like oh my god I wish I could go in there so that was probably another um um, um, pain point for me why that didn't really click for me but um but yeah I I really I, I stayed there because I mean, I had just given up my entire life. I went all in on my dreams. I did it. I jumped. I took a leap of faith. I did it all. So I thought I kind of had to be happy, you know, like trying to force myself to be happy. And um, we all know how that usually works out. But um, yeah, not knowing what to do, I stayed. I continued in studies and looked at my quote unquote other studies as a hobby. And then one night, um, I remember I was sitting on my bed and um, scrolling randomly online. And then I looked at like the Hay House website to see what news there were and if there were any interesting books coming out. And um, I saw that one of the authors was coming to San Francisco like the very next day. And my mind was like, no, it's too short notice. You'd have to drive to the city and come back late at night. You have class the next day. It costs money, you know, all the things. Like, you've never heard of the author. And like, um, so I gave myself a really hard time for what should have been an easy decision. But the next day, my heart was like nudging me loud to like, Karina, just go there. And so I did. And um, so I walked into that lecture I listened to the coach's career background and path in the coaching industry and I knew it like coaching that was my thing doing my own thing in my own way um, teaching based on my experiences and wisdom I had acquired and what I knew in my heart to be true that was it I knew it I felt it it was that was the profession that was meant for me like the coaching uh, part was like would really light me up and it, it felt like it was meant for me um, and it's it's so funny, actually, because obviously I had heard of coaching countless times beca- before um, and had gone to several Hay House events before and I've met various coaches, but it never really clicked and sunk in that like that I can do that. You know what I mean? It's like a whole different story, like knowing about something and to think that you can do it. Um But there I had an example of someone who did it in his own way and worked his way up from scratch with passion and a mission. And it suddenly felt so right and possible for me and doable. Um, So I was very excited when I left the venue and on my way back down south, I was like, yeah, like the excitement got more and more, um, um, you know, I could feel it more and as time went on and up until 
today I cannot imagine doing anything else. I knew this was it for me. Um, so I did find one answer in my beloved California and in the Bay Area, uh, but it was so very different than what I'd expected. Um, so the moral of this story here is that so often we think that when we go all in on our dreams, everything is going to be smooth sailing and all will work out perfectly and everything is just wonderful. However, that's not always the case. It rarely is. You know, like roadblocks are normal, detours are normal, falling off the wagon is normal. And sometimes a complete change of plans shows up and comes totally unexpectedly, like it did in my case. But um, it doesn't mean that you're like on the wrong path altogether. And um, it's so important to not be so hard on yourself or make assumptions and associate certain meanings um, to circumstances, like um, seeing it as a reconfirmation of the, the beliefs that uh, no longer um, serve you, like that you are not good enough, that success is meant from you and all the things and the things never will work out. Um, so it's very important to stay, uh, stay aware of that when things like that show up in your life. Because you can easily go down that rabbit hole, and I did for sure, like where your mind completely takes over again because the belief in yourself and your dreams that you are trying to build is still so wobbly, and you don't have many or any external confirmations yet that this thing you're trying to do or build is actually going to work out. So staying in your lane requires continuous practice of aligning head and heart your thoughts and feeling to where you want to go and believe in a future you can't see or touch yet. And um, I definitely didn't do that as much as I would have liked to. So in hindsight, I now know that um, this pattern kept me stuck and in full-on panic mode um, with my thoughts all over the place and like my body in survival mode and totally stressed out uh, when any roadblocks occurred on my path and I didn't see how everything would work out or uh, five or 500 steps ahead. And obviously nothing good can come out of that. It keeps you in a deadlock, so to say. So it's so important to keep doing the inner work, even if or especially um, if externally you don't have the confirmation you want yet or things aren't smooth sailing or how you expected them to be and to not freak out or like think, oh my God, what's going to happen now? And, you know, like like I, all the things that I did, um, it really threw me in a, a loop and like it was like it was a crazy time at the same time, you know. <laughs> so uh, it's important to use this as an opportunity to actually practice this loving on yourself and still lean towards the belief you wish to embody and to practice being centered in your truth and desires and also feeling safe to welcome in the unexpected and to get excited about what the unknown might bring and um, to embrace your unique journey uh, through it all and focus on the big vision as the ultimate goal which is your happiness and well-being like the impact the abundance the fulfillment and the life and business that you truly love and that excites you and um, it's easy to do that when everything goes according to plan on the outside but um, when there are detours and roadblocks coming up practicing to choose again and step into who you want to be this is where the potential for growth is and that was really one of the most important lessons for me to learn that you know just following your dreams doesn't mean that everything is smooth sailing but there are going to be roadblocks there are going to be detours and change of plans and like in my case I came to California for one thing and I ended up finding a completely different solution that I didn't expect at all and to not like question it or to not like go oh my god what's going to 
happen next, but to really embrace it and to, to focus on like your joy, your happiness, the passion, your purpose and uh, all of that and then see how your path unfolds. And that was one of the most important lessons I learned. So that's what I wanted to share first. And um, the second lesson I want to share with you is a more practical one because it comes up a lot. So um, I want to share it as well with you. And that is that you have to find out what, quote, living your dreams and a dream lifestyle actually means to you and you only. Because there are so many ways to do life and business in a soul-nourishing way and there is not one right way. You have to find out what is right for you and not focus so much and um, glamorize other people's journey and think that you're missing out if it's not a certain, if you're not doing it a certain way or thinking you're coming up short if you're not living somebody else's life lifestyle and all the things and I personally learned the importance of that because when I eventually decided to stop studying psychology um, I I couldn't stay in California because I had a a student visa and um, I didn't know what other options were couldn't change anything so I had to leave which quite frankly broke my heart but um, the next best solution for me was to travel the world to do the next big thing and to go out there and like you know explore the world and um, so I wanted to travel and keep learning and studying and looking for answers and also build my coaching business at the same time and And um, I wanted to talk about it here because I often get asked about it and people envision it to be um, one of the, you know, like the thing. It's just like, um, you know, it's like they think that it's wonderful all around and like they're missing out if they haven't done it. So that's for all of you who either want to travel the world for an extended period of time or want to build an online business and laptop lifestyle so that it's a logical, logistical and practical lesson before I dive back into the deeper lessons and soul nourishing lessons. Um, so, you know, a couple of years ago when I was starting out, like this lifestyle was hugely glamorized in the online space. And it was until COVID hit actually, um, like becoming a digital nomad and the whole laptop lifestyle in itself and you only saw pictures of people sitting on a beach and exotic location with their laptops next to them and all of that on social media. And it looked like it was the way to do online business and the only way to live a location, independent lifestyle and all the things. And um, it, it is definitely beautiful in so many ways. I mean, who doesn't love traveling? I certainly do. Um, and I personally have always been a free spirit and a love, excitement and adventures. I'm a typical Sagittarius in that sense. So the deep desire to explore the world is ingrained in me. And um, there's so much to discover and see. And just having the ability to hop on a plane on a short notice and go to another country. And I appreciated that very much. Another thing about it, like, it seems like a lifetime ago. And it really makes me miss the good old times, so to say. <laughs> I mean, pre-COVID, it seemed like so normal to just be able to jump on a plane and travel and the situation we now have in 2020, 2021 with lockdowns everywhere and being stuck in our homes, like it seemed so impossible. But um, I do hope that the world is going to open up again soon and so we can explore the world and meet in person and hug and all the good things. Um, But back to the lesson. Um, Yeah, as as wonderful as it sounds, in some ways it definitely is. If you want to build a business at the same time, it can also be exhausting. (laughs) That's the honest truth. And that kind of lifestyle definitely has its advantages, but also disadvantages, just as every other lifestyle has. Um, I want to describe this quickly to help you shift 
your focus a bit and make you see that it's so important to look at what feels right to you from the inside and create an ideal life and lifestyle based on that and not um, laser focus on what might look good or desirable on the outside and then somehow trying to make it feel right inside you know like it doesn't work that way uh, because for example with regards to the whole glorified digital nomad laptop sit on a beach all day long kind of lifestyle you have to take into consideration that traveling in itself and moving time zones costs energy adapting to environments new food choices um, costs energy always packing up your stuff and carrying everything around always making sure you find good internet you have the right adapter and all the things that you can even work it does cost energy and you know you have to think so much about just travel wise like booking the flights hotels airbnb or wherever you're staying how to get there even finding a good accommodation in a safe location and as a woman for me traveling alone that was obviously a huge priority for me and just looking into things responsibly takes time and energy as well as looking at visa requirements and language barriers etc so it can get exhausting especially if you do it for a long period of time. It's exciting, all the newness and everything, but it does cost energy. So if you travel continuously and change locations often, that comes with a lot of organizing and adapting in itself. And on top of that, building a business costs energy, even if you love what you do. So you need to reserve time and energy for that too, especially at the beginning when you're just figuring things out and you don't particularly know what you're doing. Um, it can be confusing and you need the passion and grit to stick with it and keep showing up for it. But um, if you have already used a big part of your energy tank for traveling and all the things I mentioned, you need to be disciplined to put energy into your business as well, not to mention all the sightseeing you could be doing uh, it will be very distracting and tempting i mean since you're already traveling to a new country you also want to see everything right so um yeah it really does require discipline to find a balance between traveling adapting continuously sightseeing and getting to know um, each place and country and building a business and um, for all the ladies listening, if you're like a girly girl like me who likes to have a selection of clothing and matching shoes and handbags and all the things and looking well put together, like you're always so limited. And um, not to mention like the beauty products, supplements and all the things, um, you were always limited in what you can bring and also what you can buy. Um, uh, you can barely buy anything unless you buy another suitcase and um, you carry that around and then you have to pay extra fees when you board the next plane so it quickly gets more complicated so um, a digital nomad life means barely any shopping and oh and if you're a book nerd like me you also can't buy any hardcover books which I love to do because they're simply too heavy to carry around and other people can live with all of those things I've just mentioned um, but for me um I really didn't like that factor and that aspect of that lifestyle. And after a couple of years, I really, really miss the simple things like having my own tea mug in the morning in my place, in my kitchen and all the simple things. And beside the logistical challenges, for me personally, um, several things came together as I was traveling the world for so long, which was on the one hand, obviously that it was my wish to live life to the fullest and pursue my passion for traveling and exploring new cultures. But even more so, it was mostly an um, oftentimes desperate attempt to find answers and healing and a way to let go of the past and create a new future for myself. 
And with all of that being on the personal side of things, on top of that, I wanted to build a sole business and support myself. And that alone is quite an undertaking. So um, for me, basically three things came together and at times it was just too much it was really too much I didn't know um, what to focus on first where to put my attention me my health my well-being learning building my business um, doing the touristy things I didn't know what I should or could figure out first and honestly it took away from the whole experience um, because essentially I was unknowingly back to or still in survival mode while doing that and there are many places and even countries I can hardly remember because being there, to be honest, because my focus was just so all over the place. I was just so out of it. And even though I was technically, even though I was technically doing something that I loved, like my, my body, my mind and my emotional state was just so dysregulated. Um, and in hindsight, I now know that I was throwing my already compromised system that was running on all cylinders into sheer overwhelm by doing all the things I did at the same time. Um, not to mention that I burned through my savings way faster than I expected, which obviously added another layer of stress. So, um, and when all those things come together, just positive thinking or changing your mindset just, just doesn't cut it anymore. Um, you can't really wiggle yourself out of that on a cognitive level and step right into the life you desire. So um, I've definitely learned that I need a slower paced life and some sort of stability um, in order to function and do the healing work and be loving and kind to my entire system, um, especially back then and still now, and also be able to give my best in my business as well. And I'm still grateful for the years and the experiences to do it to a degree, but the, the stress, the confusion and the overwhelm. Um, has also been overshadowing this time, to be honest, in my life. Um, so, so I don't want to paint this as a perfect lifestyle as it's often is, and you see it all over social media. And um, when the world opens up again in the post-COVID area, I definitely want to travel again. I still have my deep love and passion for traveling, and um, but I'll do so from a much different state of being and also traveling for longer periods of time and staying in one place, not racing around different places and being exhausted not adding any stress, um, but only doing what is actually right for me versus what might look good on paper, which can be a very big difference. So the lesson here is really that there is no ideal lifestyle. There's just one that is right for you. Um, that's why it's so important to not um, glamorize other people's journey or lifestyle and create a story for yourself about how you are missing out and how you come up short and fears around that. It all depends on what is in your heart. What are your desires? And also practically speaking, whether or not you have kids or if you have anybody else depending on you the phase of life you're in your personal your, your personal preferences and all the things there is no de right lifestyle there's only a lifestyle and a way of living that is right for you and you have to find out what that means to you and most importantly also take your internal landscape into consideration and what you need to heal and move forward with your dreams you don't have to turn your whole life upside down you don't have to take radical steps or try to emulate somebody else's path thinking that this is the only path um, whether that is um, 
like like the example I've just shared, like in my case with regards to the whole digital nomad uh, laptop lifestyle or any other lifestyle you think that is it or something you have to get get into in order to create happiness and joy and fulfillment, success and everything you desire, your potential is not restricted to that. You get to write your own story. You get to create your own path in life and business. You get to do it in your way and figure out what truly lights you up and feels right for you. So let that be an exciting adventure and see what is in your heart because that is all that matter and you can take it from there and that was such an important lesson for me not to glamorize other people's path journey lifestyle looking at them and thinking oh it's everything the grass isn't always greener I think you say this in English and uh, when it comes to lifestyle etc I definitely learned that so really look at what is right for you because that is ultimately everything that's um, the only thing that matters and um, that also leads me to the next lesson which is an also an interesting one and I want to talk about because it's it's also something that I learned um, the hard way and that was really an important one it's going to serve me for the rest of my life and I want to share it with you and that is that there is a difference between a calculated risk and simply too much risk and um, let me explain between the calculated risk and too much risk let me explain what I mean by that because you see all those Instagram posts I'm saying please excuse my language but it says like screw plan B just go all in on plan A just F do it and things along the line and you see advice going around telling people to max out their credit cards to invest into things they don't have the money for and that it will always be worth it and I'm sure you have seen those things go around people go yeah and you know it's like it's definitely people are liking it and all of those things um and you know what it, it might work for some people i mean it definitely does you do see um success stories like that on instagram and everywhere and um but so kudos to them wonderful but there is a but to that if you start your journey when your body is already in full-on survival mode and your system is dysregulated. And you most likely don't even know that. I sure didn't at that time. Uh, and if the beliefs you currently still carry totally contradict where you want to go, and if your whole identity doesn't allow those radical steps you want to take and the risk you want to take to come to fruition, then all it will do is overwhelm your system and you will find yourself back to square one sooner or later and a bit more demotivated. And that happened to me many, many, many times. I mean, I did the radical thing, as I shared earlier. And um, for me, it was simply because I had hit absolute rock bottom and I had nothing to lose at that point anymore. And it was not so much of a decision, but more of so a... I don't even know how to call it, like um, only way out. Um, and I had to do something like that, I feel like. Um, but you don't have to wait until, you know, you have hit rock bottom before you initiate like change and then, and then you have to do something completely radical. You don't have to wait until things are so bad that you have your back against the wall and you feel like there's only one last thing you can try and do something radical. Um, so you can decide to move towards your dreams and healing at any given moment and take risks that are right for you and you can initiate the process at any given moment and you can do so in a loving way 
And one thing I always want to say is that, yes, we do live in a loving universe and you are an infinite soul with limitless potential. You definitely are. But you still you still have to move your body in your 3D reality and navigate human life and pay the bills and put food on the table. And um, even if you love like manifesting techniques and practices, um, not everything like manifests instantly. It rarely does. It normally adds up and accumulates over time and, you know, even um, quantum leaps forward are a result of like energetic and physical work done prior to things falling into place and I myself I was definitely naive in that respect and I took the quote fluffy advice too literal and was hoping for the best at times um, because I was so desperate and I so um, I so badly wanted those teachings to be true and um, but there is more to it it's not like saying an affirmation like the universe has my back and um, you see this quote all over the place and all social media platforms and then you just like do crazy and irresponsible things so there is a caveat to various spiritual teaching as beautiful as they might be and as right and true as they might be in their core essence it all depends on your internal landscape which is uh, unique to you because changing your beliefs and rewiring your brain and reshaping your nervous system it takes time healing your inner child making it feel safe and bringing all parts of you on board with your dreams take time creating like new and healthy habits and patterns take time and so does creating a mindset for success etc so in short stepping into a new identity and becoming the version of you that you desire to be and then learn to operate from that new level of awareness and state of being is not a light switch thing. It does take time. And obviously, um, you know, building your soul business and all that includes takes time. So, you know, just because um, you might have heard that you can like collapse time, which is also used like in the manifesting world right now, which is like frequently and also frequently talked about area, you can collapse time, you know, like with an intention and high vibe emotion correlating to what you desire and all the things. Um, but don't expect everything to fall into place on day one and exactly like you want it to. Like there is no magic wand. And it's so important. I'm not saying this to sound discouraging anyway, quite the opposite. I'm saying this to show you the reasons why there is no quick fix. If you want true and lasting change and a better and beautiful future for yourself. Because I so often see um, get people get discouraged so quickly because they think those things have to happen at rapid speed based on various terminology and teaching that are going around. And also we live in a world where everybody goes after the instant gratification which amplifies that even more everybody wants everything right now but um, when it comes to taking risks I really learned that various teachings are accurate in it in itself they're often not to be taken as literal as, ma as many people do in hindsight I was often like running around like I had had less chicken like desperately trying to find healing and solutions for me trying to buy a business and um I tried to force things while throwing my body that was already running on all cylinders and in full-on survival mode into overwhelm. I was not, uh, I was just not in a place where I could have made those big and bold actions work for me at that time. For some people, it works. For me, it just didn't because, like I said, it all depends on your internal landscape. And I hope that makes sense. Um, for me personally, I needed to do more healing before any of that could come into fruition, before I could hold it, before I was ready for it. And so the internal healing work and also stepping into a new identity that makes your dreams possible is of utmost importance. And when it comes 
comes to the external things and uh, taking risks in various form, I would say like if something radical is a full body yes, then please do it. Then it's definitely the right move. And if it scares you a little or even a whole lot and makes you agitated to some extent, um, it can actually be a good thing. Like from a neuroscience perspective, it can mean uh, can indicate growth. So um, you know, agitation like um, scaring it can be a good thing. But uh, ultimately, if it still feels manageable in your body and uh, then it's still a yes then it's still the right step however if you can feel that something radical you think you have to do you think you're supposed to do it totally overwhelms you and makes your head spin gives you all the symptoms and uh, throws your your body in unmanageable pressure under unmanageable pressure then then in my op- opinion no then it would be too much and obviously it all depends on your individual individual perceptions but for the reasons I just explained, I learned that there is a too much and a too overwhelming, even though those various um, spiritual teachings are so true in their essence and they're beautiful and they do have their their, uh, their space, but it all depends on you. And it also, when it comes to like the saying, like face your fears and do it anyway. Um, yes, absolutely. You need to face your fears and everything you desire is outside your comfort zone. But there is a thermostat for everything, for all of it. You have to be mindful and loving enough to yourself to see where you are at before you take any radical actions. Head through the wall actions usually only trigger your body's fight or flight response even more or shuts down your entire system altogether. Like for me, I often was more out of it than before because I was, uh, I thought I was heading towards my dreams, but it was just like too much. And so it, it threw my system even more out of regulation and even got more dysregulated than before. And more often than not, your unhealthy patterns come back even stronger. And that happened in my case over and over again. And especially if you have um, um, unhealed trauma stored in your body. And, you know, it's like that's even an amplifier. And your protective parts, they're always trying to protect you the best way they can at any given moment. And if you go out there being reckless and um, responding and reacting to either ego impulses or survival responses from your body, your protective parts are going to keep showing up even more in full force trying to pull you back to safety aka your comfort zone so it can create a perpetuating cycle that actually keeps you stuck the classic one step forward two step backward cycle and um, i'm all for being bold and daring and going big i mean all those things make this journey exciting right but always do so while having your unique internal landscape in mind and not going against it so whatever you do do it in a loving way. And before any doing, make sure you focus on the being, meaning working on yourself and doing the inner healing work so that you can actually align with what you want to create outside. I personally, I don't I don't regret any um, any of the radical things I did. Like I said, for me, it was just like a, the one way out kind of thing. But I wouldn't necessarily recommend my exact path to others because I now have a completely different awareness and knowledge, both from a spiritual side of things, but also from a science perspective. And I have insights um, and knowledge that I just didn't have a few years ago. So the lesson here is to do the inner work, to focus on healing and aligning your internal landscape to where you want to go and to make a heart-centered plan that is right for you. 
And that sometimes uh, can mean doing the big crazy thing, absolutely, because your body and internal landscape can take it. And sometimes that means taking steps that might be perceived as small, but that are right for you at that time. And that will eventually add up and accumulate to something beautiful at the right time. So yes, to going all in, to taking a leap of faith, to taking risks and being bold and daring, yes, to all of it. Um, but I would say also yes to being loving to yourself and doing all of that looking inside and what is going on there and what is best for you calculated risk in a loving way are exciting and soul nourishing and that means to, what that means to you and in your case is unique and ultimately it will lead you to where you want to go faster because you're not overwhelming your system and going against everything that is going on inside you but instead you're supporting yourself into coming into regulation out of survival mode instead instead of throwing uh, you know, even more at your already overwhelmed system. That's not going to get anywhere. But when you do this in a loving way, you get into regulation, you build yourself up from the inside out. That's where the magic is happening. That allows for lasting growth and expansion. And I call them loving risks. I have no, I do not know. I haven't found a better terminology yet. So that's what I'm going with for now. Um, so stretching and expanding, yes. And doing things that scare you, but underneath still make you excited. Absolutely, yes. But anything to radical that freaks out your system that shuts you down that makes you unreceptive for the very things you want to create no so the last lesson for this episode is that there is a difference between expansive and loving risk and simply too much risk you want to support yourself and be loving on this journey. You are playing the long game here. Life's a journey and business is a journey. Therefore, you always have to put everything in a context of your unique situation and where you are on your healing journey. Uh, that is, There is no cookie cutter solution for anything in life. It all depends on you. And as I've already mentioned in the last lesson, I think um, that's exactly the beauty of it because it allows you to create your unique story and your unique path that is just right for you. And this is what uh, what is all about. You want to create your best life and fulfill your potential in your unique way. And those are the three lessons I wanted to share with you in today's episode. And um, I feel like those three lessons were rather truth that probably not everybody wants to hear at first, as it's not just all fluffy and rainbows and butterflies and easy when you embark on a healing journey and you want to build your soul business and live your purpose. It's not like um, I took one step towards my dreams and the universe delivered everything I ever wanted and it fell right into my lap and I woke up healed and as the person I wanted to be, <laughs> you know, that would be beautiful. But unfortunately, it's not as simple as that and there's a whole lot more to it. But I find it important to be honest with you so that you can take away lessons and insight for your own journey and shorten your learning curve and avoid, um, I'm not going to say mistakes I made because uh, let's all call it lessons, so that, but that you can avoid lessons that I had to learn the hard way. And you know, all of that is part of the journey because it would be so boring if everything would be easy. You know, it's just like everything allows for growth and expansion and it gives you the opportunity to, to, uh, to experience breakthroughs and aha moments that are so valuable and that will serve you for the rest of the life for your life and to end this episode on an even more positive note i i want to leave you with a simple not bonus lesson but an insight that is very dear to my heart and that is that at the end of the day you will figure it out 
and um, you will figure it out um, no matter how many roadblocks or detours or anything no matter what comes up and I also want you to notice you are so much stronger than you realize you are always doing the best you can with the level of awareness and knowledge you have and if you have a nudge inside you that there's more out there for you than there is and any hiccups roadblocks detours or anything else crossing your path is never ever a stop sign or a reconfirmation of your old beliefs that you're not good enough um, but there is always just something there that you can learn and that will ultimately serve you in the long run. You're beautifully made. All parts of you are doing the best they can at any given moment to keep you safe. Your internal truth is so valid and right. And if you can't connect to it right now, it's not lost. You're just disconnected, but you can reconnect. Also, your passions and your purpose hold so much potential for you to serve the world. And your wants, needs and hearts, desires, they matter. You matter. And you have all the wisdom inside you that you need to create a life and business that you love never forget that and um yeah, I think that was a that was a good way. I was getting excited talking about this, but I think that was a good way to end this episode. And I think I'll leave you with this. Um, I'll be back soon to talk more to give you a few more lessons that I learned on my path and uh, with a part two of the lessons that I learned on my healing journey and traveling the world to find answers. And I'm so looking forward to sharing more with you. But for now, I wish you a wonderful morning, afternoon, even depending on where you are in this world. And I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you got a lot of value out of it. And I'll talk to you soon. Much love from London and bye-bye.